Don't get it twisted. This isn't your typical podcast. This is Typical Twist, your one-stop shop podcast for mind-tingling interviews with guests you won't want to miss. So sit back, buckle up, and get ready for a diverse range of topics and discussions with interesting and dynamic people from all walks of life. And now, your hosts, the men themselves, Josh Ludke and Tony Jaloy. Hey folks, welcome back to Typical Twist. It is one of your hosts, Joshua Ludke. I'm joined today with the other two marvelous co-hosts, Mr. Chris Murren and Mr. Tony Jaloy. Welcome hey. to the show, boys. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, how are you? <laughs> All right, guys. So to start off this show, I'm going to put you guys into a hypothetical situation. And for this one moment in time, you are going to be God. But... We all know that you aren't God because only God is God. But just for this one hypothetical, I want y'all to be God. And I want to hear how you would judge this situation. Let's say you are born into a family that is in the Middle East and Islam is your form of religion. And Allah is your God. And you do everything that the Quran says and you follow it very di- diligently, and you follow Allah. You are a good person. You do not sin, but you don't believe in Jesus Christ. Can someone who is not born into Christianity and still practices their religion to the full, and they are a good person, do you think it's still possible for that person to make it to heaven? Tony, I'm going to ask you first. Okay, so on that, you said that they have never sinned. Is that what you said? I'm not going to say never sinned because we're all sinners. Because even within within Christianity, Jesus is the only person to walk this earth and never sin. Exactly. We are naturally sinners. Eve chose to eat from the garden, the bad apple and such, and that's what gave humans free will. And all of us, every single one of us, Tony, Chris, Josh, we're all sinners. Every person listening to this is. But at the same time, God gave us a chance to be a better person. And I want to ask that hypothetical to you guys because I think that is a complex question. And I think it's really relevant to society because there's so many amazing people that are born into certain cultures, values, and beliefs, and they aren't maybe introduced to certain ideas or beliefs. And I think sometimes Christianity is a little bit like one-sided. And what I mean by that is personally, I believe that someone who's born into a different religion and does their due diligence to give back to humanity and become a better person and step away from sin and step away from the devil. Because whether it's the Quran, whether it's the Bible, whether it's whatever book and whatever religion, there's always good and there's evil. And it always talks about a God. And this episode is definitely going to make people think a little bit. But this is a question that I sometimes ponder with. 
And I'm curious to, th- to know what you guys think on the subject. Well, what I was going to say was I, I don't think that I can really comment to that because, you know, God is the only one who can judge. So, you know, from a personal standpoint, you know, I've already been introduced to God. I've already been introduced to Jesus in the Bible. So for me to speak on somebody in another country who hasn't been, I don't know their mindset. I don't know their how their feelings are. Um, you know, and I know a lot of people mm-hmm. may be able to step up and say, def- you know, definitively, you know, that person is going to hell because they never gave their life to God. But, mm-hmm. you know, in the Bible, it also teaches us that God is a just God and, and he's an all knowing God and he's an all seeing God. So I'm not all knowing and I'm not all seeing. So therefore mm-hmm. I can't make that conclusion, but and it's not your judgment. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's in God's hands. You know, my thing is at the end of the day, I, I don't know what God would look for in a person who is non-believing as far as in him directly. I don't know. I mean, because, I, you know, everybody's situation is different. If it is somebody who is in a situation like you just said, where they have not been introduced to God and they don't know anything about that kind of lifestyle and they've kind of been risen up. But in they've that. been introduced to God through a different form, a different book. Yeah. Well, that's Myself, what I'm saying. I'm a Christian. Yeah. Is it, and is it about what separates Christianity from all the other religions is the fact that God sent his only son, Jesus, which was both man and God. And he had no sins. He did not sin. And no other religion has that. And Jesus also talked about how he was going to die for all of our sins and he was going to rise from the dead. And the Bible would mean nothing if Jesus didn't rise from the dead. And so are you saying that this person from both believers and non-believers that Jesus was not in the tomb? Are you saying that this person does know that Jesus exists? Or are you saying this person doesn't know? Because that's that makes a world of difference. Let's say that they know that Jesus exists because I think Christianity is the biggest religion here on this earth, Tony. Well, yeah, but I mean, it still don't do away with the fact of the question, though. Like, that's what I'm asking. Like, you know, you want me to answer. I mean, I need to know exactly the whole scenario. Like, if this person doesn't know at all about Jesus, I mean, because you got to think, too, you got to remember there is some there is some cultures that are very confined to certain spaces where perhaps, you know, there isn't any kind of missionary work that takes place near the that. Jews, for example, they don't believe that Jesus so, was the Son of God, the Savior. Yeah, and see, that's something that they would have to take up with, you know, God whenever they pass away. I mean, that's something that I mean, I yeah. I really don't. I know you said, you know, let us pretend like for a second that we are God. I don't like to do that. I'm sorry. I just yeah, don't. I'm yeah. I, I do I, think that's a terrible. I'm sorry I, that I started off this well, episode my, that way. How I'd but say, it is a very interesting question to think about. Yeah, yeah and I don't want to give no misillusion to somebody listening. I don't want them to say, well, you know, Tony, you know, said this and blah blah blah. Like, I don't want to do that because that's between. I mean, your salvation. is... Is between you and God. Now, if you're Muslim, if you're Jewish, if you're Buddhist, whatever, like whatever it is, like that's between you and God. I mean, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. So if you pass away tonight, you're going to be standing before him. Well, Jesus Christ was a real person. Jesus Christ died on the cross. Well, yeah, There's no been, arguing Jesus that. Jesus has been proven to be a real person. It's, I, I guess, you know, people could argue the you know argue against christianity maybe do i know if 
my religion is the one, no, but they call it having faith for a reason. So exactly, exactly. I have so. Yeah, and that's 100%. why I didn't want to comment. I didn't want to comment from a from a God standpoint. I just don't like doing that personally because, yeah, of course, it just and it, and gives it, off a misillusion to the people listening. Like they will be like, "Well, Chris said yeah, this." Well, at the end of the day, and I'm also not going to say that the Quran is the cure. However, you say it, I'm not going to say that it's wrong. I I don't know. You know, I I I have no judgment on any other religion. I have nothing to say yeah. against it. I just believe in mine and I have faith in mine and that's how I'm going to walk. That's how I'm going to live. Yes. 100%. 100,000%. The reason why I bring this up is because we are at a point in humanity where I think there is a mass awakening occurring at the spiritual level. And I think a lot more people are becoming self-aware of how their actions impact others. And they are starting to see the world for how it truly is. And they're starting to realize that our government is constantly dividing us into groups and they're constantly spreading propaganda through the media. And if you just turn off the television, you will slowly start to see your life get better. If you start to not participate in arguments that the Lord doesn't want you to participate in, you will start to see your life get a lot better. And that's one of the biggest things I've been learning here recently, boys, is that you can't force the truth onto anyone and they have to like find that for themselves. And I've always like understood that, but sometimes I just, it's all right in front of their face, but yet people still choose to be ignorant. And yeah. at the same time, I've seen videos on Twitter of how dumb our society truly is. I've seen TikToks of how people go out and interview random people and they ask them basic geography questions, basic history questions. And people are just out of this world with their answers. And it's like, wow. These people are voting and it makes sense how someone like Joe Biden becomes elected into office. It makes sense how our society can become to a point where it's so divided and it's controlled by these propagandists and it's, it's unfortunate, but I know that at the end of the day, good wins. And I love talking about, the end of the world or the apocalypse, whatever you want to call it. And we're entering a new phase here where technology and man are starting to combine into one. We're starting to see a big change in vehicles. I've talked about how I'm going to be investing into flying vehicles when they get introduced to the market, because I know that's where the money will be going next after electric vehicles just takes probably a little bit of common sense to to understand that but then again there's a few makers of electric vehicles that started up early and they didn't make it they aren't standing here to this day so got to be smart with where you put your money of course yeah and josh but, what do you mean by flying vehicles do you mean like anti-gravity or like like planes kind of similar to that you know more like planes okay. helicopters so it'd be like but have both wheels and you can drive off. it yeah or just fly straight up yeah okay <laughs> well have you ever seen Wings. i think they're called paramotors i think is that the name for it um you can like get certified and get the it's like a 
like a turbine you put on your back, kind of like a backpack, and you can just sit in it and fly around. Mm-hmm. I I think I used the word wrong, but let me check. No, you're good. Josh is over here you know like, I'm talking uh-huh. about. like Josh is looking it up as you're talking about it, Chris. I am not too. Yeah, it's, it's paramotor. That's what it's called. Josh is buying yeah. one right now. It's eight, it's, it's I might be. Dude, they're really as cool. I'm sending in the corn for you. Get it, but then you gotta you gotta get the training for it too, of course. But um, yeah, guys, if you're listening, go and look it up. It's a really cool thing if you got the money and time. Um, yeah, I mean it's quicker than getting a pilot's license. So you know that's an endeavor that I went on in high school. But you were going to try to be a pilot. Well, I was just gonna get a private pilot's license so I could be able to fly. Oh, cool. And I have I have flown before. Um, on many occasions, I did it from sophomore to all throughout high school. Sophomore year, when I was like fifteen, huh. I started. Wow, that's Tony. Pretty cool. Yeah, a couple episodes ago, we talked about how education is becoming worthless, so we might as well make it free. And I'm starting to support your idea and the bill that you would introduce more and more because in 1960, guess how many people graduated from college? What percent? If you boys had to take a guess, let's see who's closer, Chris or Tony. I would say probably, I'd say it was definitely higher. So probably 80% maybe. Graduated college? Oh, oh, graduate. I'm sorry. Graduate college. I'm sorry. Okay. The general population that attended and graduated college. What percent in 1960? Tony? We'll go ahead and go. I I was going to say 50% because I thought you said, for some reason I had high school in my mind. I'm sorry. (laughs) You guys are wrong by a lot. 41% graduated high school in 1960. Only 7.7% graduated college. Jesus Christ. Wow. What is it now? What, what, what is it now? And today, today, we're at 91% finishing high school. And for college, we're at 38%. And yet, so we're, we've seen a, and yet our nation's in much worse condition now than it was back in the 19. That says something, don't it? Interesting. And you guys are also well aware that a degree or education per se is linked to voting Democrat. I wonder why that would be boys. Well, because of indoctrination, obviously look where it's got us. Look where our country is right now. Ladies and gentlemen, look what voting blue is going to do for the future of our country. When it comes to the tiptoe effect, they start small and they go bigger and bigger and bigger. And the Democrats are already pretty much as far left as they can be. So I can only imagine how much farther left that they can go. See, the Here recently, thing, the sh- we're seeing Republicans such as Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is a bitch. And if he ever listens to the show, dude, you have lost a lot of respect for, from a lot of Americans because you have abandoned our country. You've abandoned your own border to launder money through Ukraine to, to support the show. I hope you feel great, Ted Cruz. You're a really great conservative. Well, the shitty thing is, is if we vote Republican, it might slow the process of the destroying of our country or whatever, however you want to word it. But it doesn't solve it either, you know? 
for yeah. conservatives. Yeah. Like, I mean, we even we even have people that are conservative that are that aren't super liberal or left that kind of just give into the certain, you know, they they give into the far left, I guess. Yeah. I see what you're saying, Chris. And at the end of the day, I think it also comes down to money and they vote on bills based off who's paying the most amount of money. Everyone's got a price. Yeah, we've talked about the past two years being one of the biggest transfers of wealth. And truly, when historians look back on this time, I want kids to understand that it's not okay for the Federal Reserve to just print endless amounts of cash. It's not okay for the Federal Reserve to print 40% of the total money supply within two years of the founding of the Federal Reserve, which was over 107 years ago, ladies and gentlemen, a long time. And what they've done, they've treated real estate, the stock market, and crypto like a gambling machine and they've always been one step ahead of the a- of the average citizen. And when the central bank digital currency gets introduced here or whatever occurs with the government and regulation and cryptocurrency, it's unbelievable that the government has this much control and power in society. And it's unbelievable how much money is being made by politicians in DC, but yet they talk about how they have grassroots campaigns and they want to support the people at the bottom, all of the lower class. And these Democrats are running our country into the ground. And the people that support these Democrats are going to end up in a society where they are slaves and they follow the government perfectly in line. I saw that Pfizer is now introducing a generic pill or a pill where they're going to put a chip in it so they know when you ingested the pill. And we've already seen what was introduced with the Patriot Act in the United States. That was done by conservatives mainly. There was both Republicans and Democrats that voted no. It was pretty split. But regardless, the government always introduces one thing as like, oh, we're protecting you from this misinformation from Russia. That's what they're saying about the misinformation board. But that's just the first thing. And then they'll keep expanding upon that farther and farther until they have complete control of one's life, just like they've been doing with the Patriot Act. It started off with, oh, well, we need to protect our country and our citizens. The fuck if you guys do. Y'all know about school shooters days before they happen, and then you tell all of us about it on the news two days later. Oh, well, we were well aware that this was probably going to happen. Well, why the fuck didn't you do anything? I thought that's what the Patriot Act was for. And it don't make sense, boys. It don't make sense, does it? Well, I mean, it's just the tiptoe effect in full swing. I mean, we've done seen it over and over with other, other histories. I mean... Obviously, one of the most recent ones was Hitler, but I mean, it, it goes back even further than that. So it's no surprise. I mean, it really, I mean, to me anyways, it's no surprise. Yeah, it sure is interesting. And I've been kind of back and forth on Elon Musk and some very interesting events have transpired over the past few weeks in regards to Elon Musk. Elon Musk decided to buy Twitter and Elon Musk is starting to 
tweet things that are more out there. And to me, it's almost like Elon Musk had a spiritual awakening and he decided to to join the good side and start to use his platform and his voice to talk about the inefficiencies in society and talk about the corruption. And some might say it's ironic that the most wealthy man is talking about some of these subjects, but don't hate the player, hate the game. And if one of the players is willing to talk about some of the loopholes or the corruptions within the game, then let him. And it's ironic that all these Democrats that are all about clean energy, clean air are now hating on Elon Musk. And it was, oh, Elon Musk is the man until he decides to buy Twitter where people are like, oh, my gosh, conservatives aren't going to be able to say they love God and love their guns and love their country anymore. They're so scared. Good. I hope those Democrats are fucking scared because I do love God and I do love guns and I do love my country and I'm willing to die for this motherfucker. And Tony Jaloy <laughs> talks about it, but we're coming to a point in history where we're either going to fight and we're going to fight for freedoms and values and beliefs or we're going to each go our own separate ways and we can only imagine which society will end up more productive and will end up more happy because... Once you start doing and implementing liberal policies, everything goes to shit. Everything woke goes to shit. Literally everything woke. Look at the current state of our economy. Look at the current state of overdoses. Look at the current state of homelessness. Look at the current state of illegal immigrants. Look at the current state of depression, anxiety. Look yeah. at it, guys. This I mean, is what happens when you down. go woke. Yeah. I Oh I yeah, a question for it's you, going Josh. down. Would it be smart, also, as the wealthiest man in the world, to pretend to do these things? What do you mean by that? Can you please be more specific? I'm, I'm in not your implying question? it. So, like, would it be smart for the world's richest man to put on a facade to to be to play the role of the guy that's going to come and do all these things, but actually not? That's an interesting question, Chris. I mean, I feel like it would be very beneficial. If I was the richest man in the world and I was, I wanted people to like me, I mean, wouldn't you start with something like that? I think that it also comes down to we are all humans. And even someone such as Elon Musk is a human. And he was sent here by God. And he was made out of God's image, just like any one of us. And his brain operates very similar to all of ours. Uh, what do they say? 99.99% of our DNA is the same. But it's just ironic that people put certain people on pedestals. Yeah. Because all it takes is hard work, preparation, and a little bit of God's timing for certain people to reach certain places in society, to um, play certain roles in society. You got to be careful who you and look up to. I think that one thing we all face and we all battle is the devil, which is also like consciousness in a sense, because I think that the devil attacks us first there. And I think that whether we want to admit it or not, we are all pretty conscious and some of us are more conscious than others just oh well i'm not going to do that because i'm a better person than that and 
sometimes it takes certain people a little bit longer, which is totally okay. And Tony and I were talking about this before we hopped on air. You can't force someone into God's light. You can't force someone into God's love. But what you can do is you can plant seeds. And I think that's the best way to get started. And I had a buddy reach out to me and this was yesterday morning. And it was someone that doesn't necessarily go to church, doesn't talk about God. And I know for a fact that that's not the only way to have a relationship with God. But I love when people talk about God or talk about the devil in, in their life and how they're trying to like beat the devil. And I had a buddy call me yesterday morning and he told me he had made a mistake and he had cheated on his girlfriend. And he had told me that he basically hit bottom rock bottom because he had a very great woman at home and he had just surrounded himself with the wrong environment and he ended up cheating on her and he knows that he made a huge mistake and he was asking me if it was simply the devil or if it was simply that she was not the right person for him and what I had told him was that he was still with his girlfriend. And what I mean by that is she forgave him. He told her the full truth, what had happened. And I had told him that I had seen how happy that he made her and, or sorry, vice versa, her to him. She made him a happy, gosh, I can't speak right now. She made him a better person. And what Jesus did, what God does is he forgives and I think forgiveness is such a powerful tool and it's underused. I understand that people make mistakes in life. And what he had talked to me about was that the devil had just really been working in certain aspects of his life. And until you are ready to face your devils, he's going to constantly keep getting at you. And I think it was so amazing to see that this girl was able to forgive this guy and I know for a fact that that's something that Jesus would do. And also at the same time, though, but like that can't happen again. You know, it's it's cool to see when humans are able to forgive each other and give each other another chance. But when a person makes the same repetitive mistake, then that's a bigger issue. Well, it's no longer a and, mistake then. I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and coming and telling me the truth and telling me the story right away rather than waiting three months to mention something is going to make a bigger difference. Yeah. But I don't know how. Well, and just hearing him on the phone, dude, it was so bewildering to me because I've been in that spot before where I've been at rock bottom and I could just almost hear the tears in his eyes like, I really fucked up. And that was the first thing he told me was like, I made a huge fucking mistake, like probably one of the biggest mistakes of my life. And I think we've all been there before. But at the end of the day, I just think that it's truly cool that we got a chance to become a better person. And God never intended us to be the same. And your sins are not who you are. Your past is not who you are. And God gives us a new day to exit toxic cycles, to exit addiction, to exit lying, to exit whatever your vices may be. Because at the end of the day, that is just things that are in the physical realm that a human 
doesn't need. And it's unfortunate that our generation of any generations have become the most consumed with instant gratification. And we have that at our dispose and for good and bad. Granted, we've been able to connect with people, with technology and do great things, but instant gratification and just the amount of products that are available in our consumer society. Um, there's a reason why people are broke and it's because they have spending habits. And there's a reason why certain people are so rich and it's because they are problem solvers and someone like Jeff Bezos, what did he do? He made buying things more efficient and people love efficiency and, um, Elon Musk, very interesting. Yeah, exactly. Elon Musk. I mean, but who wants to buy gas right now? <laughs> right. Amen. <laughs> so I, I read something pretty interesting, boys, the other day on Newsweek, and it was talking about the amount of fake accounts that are on Twitter. And I wanted to bring this up on air because I just found it really interesting. But on Joe Biden's account with 22.2 million followers, guess how many are fake? I'd what percent? I'd say 40, probably like 40%. 60 <laughs> percent yeah you're okay. right Tony. you guys are hard. you guys are right in the middle it's 50 percent okay exactly isn't that crazy exactly 50 like is it 52 yep, 50 54? they said almost 50 percent okay well josh get hmm. this i just saw an article the other day and it, they was somebody talking about that topic of joe biden and like how the, the not joe biden i'm sorry but the fake bots and stuff on twitter and it's across all boards, even on Instagram. Like, do you know how many people that follow Justin Bieber on Instagram that are considered fake or the accounts are no longer active? Over 50 million accounts. I'd believe it too, because, you know, accounts that are deactivated or, um, one, you know, people make different accounts or they don't, you know, people have burner accounts or whatever, you know? So, yeah. It's, it's it's hard you know there could be an actual person behind it but it yeah it's just guess what percentage of elon musk followers are fake boys i don't know probably how many has. i don't know how many elon has he that what seven million seven million josh no guess the percentage sorry not the amount of followers <laughs> well no <laughs> we're asking we're asking how many followers he has do you know how many followers he has 90 million 90 million um, oh wow he has 93.3 million. How many do you There's think probably are fake? a good, good, like a substantial amount, did like you, 24%. Tony, say, did, you say, did you say 7 million followers? Huh? Did you say 7 million followers? Yeah, that shows you how, whack out, how out of whack I am. <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, honestly, Elon Musk is relatively new to the game, so I would say his account is probably a little bit more, not as bad as Joe Biden's. I would say probably... 15%, 20%. Chris, what's your answer? I, I was thinking around the same thing, too. I, th I think I, I, I said a number earlier. I think I said about 20. Like I'll go with 23, 24%. 70%. 70%? 70% of his 93 million followers are fake. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, so it's I been an like issue for a long time. Like I, 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 To speak to this a little bit, I think that it is probably been an issue ever since social media came about because nobody 
tried to attack that issue of people opening up accounts. And of course, I know there is fake accounting. I know there's botted accounts, but I know that there is no system out there that deletes them accounts or no system out there that goes after the accounts that have stayed inactive for so long of a time. Like I know for a fact that I have tons of accounts that follow me that are definitely inactive that have yeah, I not like we been. We all have a pretty high amount, and a decent amount of fake accounts. Y- then you know, my thing is is like that's not my fault. For one, here's my thing too. Like Elon Musk, nor me, nor anybody else that I know in my realm of like life makes money off social media. So it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. I mean, to us, but like as from a company standpoint, from like, if I own Twitter or if I owned Instagram, I would want to actively get rid of them accounts because Josh, like them accounts are bogged down server space. It can cause crashes because obviously that opens up your opportunity for hackers. It opens up your opportunity for viruses I mean, it, to me, I don't understand why it's not been addressed. Now, Mark Zuckerberg, when he first bought Instagram, I was hoping he was going to take care of that issue because Facebook has kind of conquered it. I ain't going to lie. There is probably the least amount of fake accounts on Facebook than any other social media platform on the face of the planet. Is that really the I mean, one? I didn't I didn't know that Facebook attacked, like they focused on that at all. Yeah, Facebook does focus on that a lot. They do a lot of identity. But sucks besides that. They do a lot of identity. I haven't like, been on that have, app in like two years. Well, yeah, yeah no, I'm personally I, not on Facebook and have not been since maybe. I don't like Tony's Facebook. on Facebook. School, to be honest, no, with I don't. You. Tony's on Facebook. Huh? Tony's an old guy. No, Tony I'm not on Facebook. Facebook. No, I'm not on Facebook. Actually, I don't like Facebook personally because one, it's just to me, it's so dramatized with the people you do know. Like, I'm sure you all know, because I'm sure that your parents or some of your friends have it. But like, but it's just to me, social media in general is just a waste of time. I ain't gonna lie. It's so unproductive. But it really is. I mean, I, I do post from time to time, like on and my stories. And at the end stuff, of the day, but I may go. I think a that it's more consumed with bad energy than good energy because think about what kind of thoughts are coming to people's minds when other people post pictures. Yeah. Like I hate to say it, guys, but not everyone wants to see you win. And exactly. it takes a beautiful soul to actually find that unconditional love. Me myself, I've found Jesus. I've found God. I want nothing but the best for every single person. Every person that I've had a disagreement with in the past, whether they stabbed me in the back, whether they mistreated me or vice versa. Obviously, there's things I've probably done to other people that I've regretted. There's things I've said that I've regret. But at the end of the day, I think when one person finds Christ again, their whole life starts to change. And as Chris said at the beginning of this episode, one puts faith into God and they put faith into becoming a better person and finding the truth of this world. And I am really grateful to be able to host a show such as Typical Twist with guys like Tony, Chris, and Jake because they are those people who have unconditional love for others and they want to see other people win. And once you start to surround yourself with those kind of folks, then you're going to start to see a lot better things start to occur in your life. You're going to have a lot more peace in your life because believe it or not, most of those social media platforms create comparisons right away. Oh, well, she's prettier. Like, and we've all been involved in those kind of conversations. And at the end of the day, when one is talking badly about another person, it's just a reflection of their own insecurities because at one point, like we were all that person or we are that person. And, um, what I mean by that is, um, 
I, I just think that a lot of times when one is dogging on another person, it's truly just a reflection of their own insecurities and like a productive success. More like control, right? You be, uh, be specific. And a productive, successful person who's genuine doesn't have time to think about those kind of things or to dog on others because they're too worried about their own life and how they can improve their life and improve the life of others. Exactly. I do okay. believe social media can be used productively too. Like it's not the the entirety of it is not oh, unproductive. Yeah. Well, but... think about it. Tony and I wouldn't have met each other if it wasn't for the internet. We wouldn't have yeah. typical twist if it 100%. wasn't for the internet. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely a lot we of wouldn't... great things that come out of. I mean, I I, I want to make that clear too. I think that social media and I think the internet in general. I think the concept is good. I think what makes it bad is it's gotten converted over to. Because basically, that's what blogging the people was. On blogging it. <laughs> was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to say. Has to do with <laughs> the filters too, and the popularity contest. Yeah, and we've talked about it many times. But why do people only post when they're happy? Why do people only post when they're on vacation? Why do people have to put a little bit of a filter on their photos? And whether you exactly. are putting a little filter on or you are editing something just a little bit you're not truly expressing who you are and you're conforming to society and i think that's what we have a big problem with right now in society is that we all fake our personas to a certain degree so then when we go out and interact in society everyone's a little bit insecure and it's very obvious to me the people who have a good relationship with god and those are my favorite kind of people. And then it's also kind of funny to see the people who are like insecure and just they're dogging on others and they are spreading drama, spreading bullshit, spreading lies. And it's becoming very obvious, the spiritual divide. And I just hope that people are able to find God's light and love like I was and are able to put their faith into Jesus Christ because he was the son of God and he was sent here to this earth to carry a cross and to be mocked and to be betrayed and to be made fun of. And he was sent here to perform these great miracles and all for us, us earthlings, and for us to be able to make mistakes. I can remember very vividly some of the dumbest things I've done, the backstabbing, the stupid shit that I've done, like most consumed with the devil but i mean we've all done that though we've all yeah and looking back on it though it's just it's crazy to me that this guy named jesus was sent here to die for me to be able to make those dumb mistakes and to turn back to him and to repent and to learn and grow from my mistakes and become a better person and add more value to this society and that's just the greatest gift like life itself is the greatest gift to me yeah. Nothing will ever beat life. Yeah. No. And, and honestly, Josh, everybody's done that. So you can't really hit on yourself. I mean, that's something that, I mean, I'm guilty of. I'm sure Chris is. I mean, I hate when people try to make out like they're perfect because that's the furthest thing from the truth of anybody. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're Elon Musk or whether you're a cashier at Walmart. Like, I mean, from the biggest to the smallest, it's everybody has made the mistakes in life, no matter the age. So at the end of the day, it's all about what you do to correct yourself, to correct them mistakes. And obviously that starts with a relationship with God. So, I mean, yeah. So I wouldn't hate on yourself too bad for that. 
All right, Chris, you got anything to add to this episode? Thank you for that, by the way, Tony. No, uh, we um, we covered some good stuff. I like this one a lot. We are pretty good 39 minutes. It was solid. Okay, cool. We got something exciting planned for our episode 100. We, we got Jake. He's going to be joining us. Jake will be releasing an episode this week, too. He's got some great things going on with Typical Swish, and he's doing a great job over there. So if you haven't got a chance to check out one of his shows, I highly recommend it. And if you have any friends that like the sports world, highly recommend it for them, too, because there's no one like Jake in the game right now. So I'll catch you guys on the next episode of Typical Twist. Thank you so much for tuning in. Adios, amigos. Later, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. For more cool content like this, follow at Typical Twist on Twitter and Instagram and visit TypicalTwist.com. You won't regret it. See you next time on Typical Twist.